everyone, this is Craig Valentine from TurbulenceTraining.com and EasyVeggieMealPlans.com, and I'm here with another seven-day guide. We're going to help you lose body fat this week. We have the most advanced body weight program, the Advanced Strength Exercises in Total Body Circuit Conditioning. It's phase six of the six-month manual, so we're going to go over that. Some pretty impressive stuff there in that program. Really cool transformation tip as well. And I want to mention, first of all, this week that on Monday, July 27th, our half-price sale for the EasyVeggieMealPlans.com gets started. So it runs until Thursday evening of this week. So don't miss out on the really cool bonuses that we did, including this one called Defending Your Vegetarian Diet. And now to be honest with you, this call can be listened to by anyone who's trying to lose weight and who's struggling because of the peer pressure that they're getting. And, and on this call, it's basically me grilling Cardina. I'm being the bad guy. She's being the good person, you know, bad cop, good cop routine. And we're dealing with what I call the meat-eating veggie haters that you're going to encounter down the road. But again, this can be, you know, the donut-eating diet haters that you might work with who are giving you a hard time trying to change your body. So it's a really excellent psychological call. We go over a lot of, well, we go over all of the questions that you're going to get that people are going to be hostile about. And we give you very clear, concise answers to help you answer the question and then deflect the conversation away to something that's less antagonistic. So as I mentioned on that call, I've never received so many hostile emails or Facebook messages or you know, Twitter messages about anything that I've ever done before. And you know that I've taken some pretty counterintuitive stances on cardiovascular training. And we get some, some hate mail, I guess you would call it, on a regular basis about that from people. But nothing has been like what I've received since doing the vegetarian diet experiment in the last seven weeks. So I don't know what it is about people that, uh, you know, other people's nutrition brings out the worst in them, but we've had some really, really uh, interesting, for lack of a better word, responses from people, and all over the board from all, all types of people. So I realize that people are going to be angry with you for either A, trying to lose weight, or B, using a vegetarian diet. I mean, again, it doesn't have to be just a vegetarian person who's going to get benefit out of this call because it just simply irks people that you're changing and, and that change threatens some people. And so we put together all the answers you need to deal with these folks on that call. So make sure you visit easyveggiemealplans.com at noon on Monday and take advantage of the half-price sale and get that audio bonus. Again, it's called Defending Your Vegetarian Diet. We also have quick start bonus, and then we have the meal plans, which have been made even more advanced based on your feedback, and then we have, uh, of course, the vegetarian lifestyle book, and then we have a smoothies bonus, and I think that is it for the bonuses, but uh, we have some pretty cool stuff there, and of course, it's half price until Thursday. All right, so let's move into Monday, July 27th, our transformation tip of the week. This week, we're going to talk about avoiding mindless eating, because unfortunately, if I had to pinpoint one specific thing that was holding everybody back, it would be mindless eating. It really is, you know, kind of the dagger that that kills you after all this hard work you've done, maybe for five days in a row, you've done your workouts, you've planned your meals, you've stuck to them, and then all of a sudden, the next thing you know, you've got your hand in the cookie jar or you're consuming a beverage that has 500 calories and you don't need it, and 
you know, whether it's habit or whether it's peer pressure, you're consuming that, and it's ruining your chances of success. You know, when I was walking to the gym today, I saw a girl who was, you know, probably 30 pounds overweight, and uh, she didn't look too happy about it, but she was consuming one of those Starbucks fruity drinks, which I'm pretty sure contains several hundred calories. And so I'm sure somewhere in uh, her mind she wants to lose the weight. Um, you know, now a time of the year, it's not like January where it's really on her mind all the time, but certainly that wasn't helping her, and I know that it's going to frustrate her, but most people don't even consider and count those calories that are in beverages like that. So no matter what kind of diet you are on, I think we're getting a little bit too far away from the truth, which is calories in and calories out matter a lot. And you hear a lot of people talking about, well, a calorie is not a calorie because a calorie of sugar is different than a calorie of, of protein. Well, at the end of the day, it's really not that different. What's different is whether or not you're going to eat more calories. You know, so some, you know, granted, if you consume 300 calories from a soda, those, soda, those calories are not going to fill you up like 300 calories from chicken and broccoli. That's fair. But it's not really the calorie aspect of it. It's, it's much more than that. So at the end of the day, we have to go back and make sure that our calories in are less than our calories out. And in, in order to do that, a lot of us need to avoid the, avoid the mindless eating because I do get a lot of emails in from people who swear that they are eating properly you know, and they're not getting any results and they're doing the workouts and they're very frustrated. And then with a few extra questions, we get to the point where we find out that they are not eating as well as they think they are. You know, we talk about 90% compliance, and by the time you're done getting all the facts from people, they're down to 66 or 70% compliance because they're coming home from work and they're snacking on junk food or they're snacking in front of the TV at night. Or two rules here that I want you to avoid because this is where a lot of people put on calories. <clears throat> and I got one of these from my friend Brad Pilon from eatstopeat.com, and he said, make the rule that you don't eat in the car, so that's going to get rid of a whole bunch of foods and calories that you don't need, because with the exception of an apple and a banana, there's not really that many foods that you should be eating that you can eat in a car. I mean, you can't really go in and eat chicken and broccoli in a car. I mean, you can, but I really wouldn't want to be sitting in the passenger seat with you. So... You know, the foods that we eat in a car tend to be muffins and, and coffees with added calories and sodas and french fries and hamburgers. So make that rule. No eating in the car under any circumstances. And then the second rule I want you to make is no eating while walking. And again, Brad, this comes from another interview I did with Brad where he said that in Japan, Starbucks has basically flipped culture upside down on his head because in the past, no one ate or drank anything while walking. But since Starbucks has arrived, that's changed. And um, I'm going on what he said, and he's actually been to Asia, so I think I can, I think he's actually done his research and that is correct. But, you know, even if it's not, what we need to do is, again, think back to what foods can you actually eat while walking. And again, an apple and banana and then the rest is junk. So avoid eating the car, avoid eating while walking. And one other thing that I kind of, well, two other things. Well, the first thing is that I came across this very interesting quote from a woman in Fortune magazine of all places. And it was either Fortune or Forbes. I can't remember. I bought a whole bunch of uh, magazines for the airplane 
And this woman's name is Nora Ephron, and I think she's involved in the entertainment industry. And it was just listing, you know, her, her guidelines to a whole bunch of things in life because, you know, she's had some success and they just were doing a casual interview. And she said, if it's not worth eating, don't eat it. And I think that's a really great rule. I mean, it sounds obvious, but it's, it's a really great avoid the mindless eating rule because a lot of us go to cocktail parties and, you know, we kind of think we're hungry and we think we need to snack on something while we're there and we eat these you know, finger foods that are really garbage. We wouldn't go and make them on our own. We're only eating them because they're being offered to us. But at the end of the day, it's it's not worth our, you know, dipping into our calorie bank to eat these foods. So if it's not worth eating, don't eat it. You know, if it's in your fridge and it's not worth eating, get rid of it. Because one way or the other, it's going to end up in the trash, and the trash is either in your trash compactor or your trash bag or the trash on, on your hips, and you don't want the trash on your hips. You'd rather throw it out. So, you know, if it's not worth eating, don't eat it. And then finally, avoid panic eating. And that simply means that if you're somewhere away from home and you need a meal, you know, don't eat the first thing that comes up. You know, sit down, think about it, look for alternatives, and don't panic eat. So don't just jump in to the first thing that's there. Try and think as much as possible in advance where you're going to be and what alternatives you can have. So if you can't prepare something to take with you on a road trip, at least plan ahead, find out what's available to go, you know, places to go and get food, and then make the right choices. So lots of tips there to avoid the mindless eating and to eat properly because that, again, is far more important than any workout I could ever design for you. But speaking of workouts, we're going to go into the Six-month bodyweight manual. Here we go, phase six. I know, I can't believe it's over. We've gone through six weeks of this program now and going over all the workouts from phase one right through the advanced. And this is the advanced strength exercises and total body circuit conditioning phase. So it's going to start with a three-exercise warm-up circuit of T-squats, push-ups, and reverse lunges. Then you're going to get into the strength part where you're going to do a superset of one-leg squats. If you can do pistol squats, you can do those. And towel chin-ups. So towel chin-up is where you loop two towels over the bar, and you're going to grip those as opposed to the bar, and do your chin-ups. So there's a lot of work on your grip. It's going to be harder for you to do as many chin-ups as possible. You're probably able to do 33 to 50% of the regular chin-ups you can do. All right, next superset is feet on the bench, hands on the ball push-ups. So your abs are working extra hard, your triceps are working extra hard. It's a tough, tough push-up. Now be careful if you're not comfortable doing that one, then don't do that exercise and use a more stable push-up, I guess you would say, maybe a decline push-up if you don't want to put your hands on the ball. All right, then we're going to get into a stability ball one-leg curl, which is a very powerful exercise for the hamstring, and inverted row with your feet on the ball. So that just adds an element of difficulty to the inverted row. And, oh, sorry, the stability ball one-leg curl was with the uh, push-up, and then the next superset is inverted row with feet on the ball paired with decline push-up. And then you're going to finish off with a circuit of Sith squats. We've talked about the Sith squat being on the balls of the feet, then Spider-Man push-ups, then forward lunges, then down into the mountain climbers, and finally finishing off with the ab wheel. So that's a lot of body weight stuff, a lot of strength stuff. Um, you can finish off with interval training if you have time. If not, you can do it on off days or you can just skip it because, again, these are higher volume workouts because we're not using weights. 
All right, into Tuesday, 30 minutes of fun activity. And you may want to consider doing a day entirely devoted to stretching. Now, that's what I've been doing recently. Just this week, I've had one really good 30-minute stretching session. Uh, I've bought some yoga DVDs, uh, some unconventional yoga DVDs that I'm going to be reviewing soon. And basically, I'm actually going to be reviewing them as soon as I figure out how to work my DVD player, which I, I'm so stupid I don't even know how to use it. Uh, anyways, I've just been doing regular stretching for right now. And as I mentioned maybe in some of the past calls, I had a... I jumped off a ledge about 10 feet, and I landed on very hard uh, ground when I was on this bit of a hike. And it really did a lot of damage to the soft tissue in the back of my leg. So from my heels right up to my hips, uh, there's been a lot of tightness. And, you know, I was actually lucky I didn't hurt myself even more. But it's, um, it's led to a lot of tightness. I've been doing a lot of uh, tennis ball rolling for my calves and for my Achilles area. And it's slowly getting better. But then I did a really good stretching session the other day. And it uh, made a remarkable improvement. So I've been stupid enough. I should have been doing this stretching a long time ago. But it, it seemed to get better. Then it would come back. And one other mistake that I made that you should, that you probably know not to do, but um, is I walked around on my flip-flops for about 30 minutes. And by now, everyone should know that flip-flops are the, one of the worst things you can walk around in. And that kind of made the problem worse for me. So. So avoid walking around in your flip-flops and also consider doing 30 minutes of stretching on one of your off days. And you can just simply go to the stretching session section in the TT manuals and go through those stretches up to three times each. And I, I think if you're tight in your lower body, you'll notice a huge difference. All right, into Wednesday, workout B. We're going to start with three exercises in a circuit. So cross-crawl, multi-directional multi lunge, and inverted row. Then we're going to get into our first superset for strength, which is a Bulgarian split squat with your front foot elevated. So your back foot elevated on the bench, and then you're going to have your front foot elevated about four inches. That's going to allow you to drop down a little bit lower in this exercise. So you're going to work your quadricep with that lead leg a little bit more. Very difficult exercise. Make sure you look at the manual there for the pictures. Um, we'll try and get one up on, on the Internet uh, in the blog post. So in addition to that, what you're going to do is a knee up as the other exercise in the superset. And then into the third superset, now we're going to do push-ups with your hands on the ball paired with one leg deadlift. Then you're going to do a fourth superset, which is a one-arm inverted row, and you're only going to be able to do a couple repetitions with that. Very intense exercise. Essentially, you're just doing an overhand inverted row underneath the bar, but only with one arm. And you really have to brace your abs in a straight line. It's really, really tough to do the first repetition then you'll be able to get out a couple more. Um, I think at the most I was only doing five repetitions per side, and I haven't really played around with it in a while. But it is a tough, tough exercise. And your glutes on the one side even have to contract very strong just to maintain that straight body position. So you will find that to be a great challenge. Then you're going to use a close grip push-up after that, and then into a circuit to finish off of jumping jacks, reaching lunges, sumo squats, Spider-Man climbs, and stability ball rollouts. So bit of an abdominal circuit there and lower body circuit to finish off. All right, and do 30 minutes of fun activity on your Thursday. You can choose whatever you want. And then this Thursday is going to be the last day for the EasyVeggieMealPlans.com 50% off sale. And as, as you know, I've been playing around with many blender drinks now. Uh, that's one of the things that I've learned to incorporate in my 
seven or eight week vegetarian lifestyle experience, and I actually documented every single little thing in um, these last seven weeks, every meal, every workout, into a ebook, bonus ebook for that package that I call the Lazy Man's Guide to Vegetarian Eating. So I think you'll enjoy it. I think you'll be interested to see how I ate, what I learned, um, how I overcame the variety problem that I was having at the start until I learned some new foods and, and got a little less lazy and started to cook a little bit more and also got the blender drinks going. And so some of the ingredients I've been adding to my blender drinks uh, have been frozen spinach. I know that sounds crazy, but it, you will not notice it. You won't notice it taste-wise, but it adds a lot of nutrients. Um, I usually start with frozen strawberries and a banana, then I throw in some nut butter. Sometimes I'll throw in sunflower seeds for more protein to make the fake, uh, thick shaker. If you <laughs> the shake thicker, pardon me, is you can add some oats, and you can also add um, other fruits. I've been adding peaches. I've tried watermelon. I just put stuff in. I, I have a smoothies recipe book, but I too lazy to open it and read it, so I just throw stuff in. And anyways, I've got a video up on the blog now and on my YouTube channel of me making a shake, and we tried to have a little bit of humor in it, so I think you'll enjoy me making a shake in my kitchen. Check that video out on youtube.com forward slash cbathletics, or just go to this blog, ttfatloss.com, and check it out, and we'll post the video along with this week's uh, coaching call here. All right, so... Again, Thursday is the last day to, to get 50% off on the easyveggiemealplans.com and get all the extra bonuses and get started with a vegetarian lifestyle and learn how to deal with people that are going to give you a lot of peer pressure. I really think it's a valuable, valuable product for everybody that wants to lose weight because there's, I don't think I've ever met anybody who could not benefit from eating more fruits and vegetables. I mean, even if you don't want to give up meat totally, and, you know, maybe I think everyone should cut back. I mean, there's definitely some research that, that shows eating a lot of meat and a lot of processed meat can contribute to colon cancer, which is, you know, what, what killed my father. So, you know, I certainly have a bit of a soft spot for uh, avoid helping people avoid that disease because it certainly is not a pleasant experience for anyone involved. So, you know, I'm always trying to help you improve your diet because I think I've said that, that about a thousand times in these calls that, how important the diet is. So you can definitely improve it by eating more fruits and vegetables, and we have meal plans in there and, and recipes, and, and uh, I guarantee you'll love it. I, I really, really promise that you will, and if you don't, just let us know, and we will give you all your money back because it is 100% guaranteed to help you out. So check that out at easyveggiemealplans.com. All right, into workout C. You are just about done, the six-month body weight manual. I mean, you... You should be very proud of yourself because this program did a number on me when I first tried it. And that's another story for another day, but uh, you'll be amazed at what that program did. Um, you know, when I was, I was actually doing these workouts twice a day in order just to test them before I got the manual out. But uh, here we go with workout C. We're going to start with three exercises, Y squats, prisoner lunges, and shoulder press push-up. Now, that shoulder press push-up, is where you have your feet on the bench and your hips piked up in the air and you're trying to do as vertical as possible. Now, one of the things I've, I've been doing, just as a little aside, is I'm practicing to do full-on handstands, which I've never done before, and handstand push-ups. So right now I'm just at a point where I can lift myself an inch off the ground from a headstand and hopefully within the next four to six weeks I'll be able to do maybe my first 
uh, handstand push-up. So I'll be keeping you up to date on that, and then we may have some some workouts for you. But I'm actually using a program called Convict Conditioning. Yeah, I know, great title. I'm using that to uh, build my handstand strength right now. All right, so shoulder press push-up, or if you're super strong, you can do some handstand push-ups to warm up there. And then we're into Bulg uh, sorry pull-ups for the first exercise paired with Bulgarian split squats. And then the next superset is push-ups. You're going to do as many as you can paired with one-leg squats standing on the bench. Then you're into split squats and then towel inverted row. Now, the towel inver inverted row is very similar to the towel chin-up where you just um, wrap or, or you hang towels over so the towel is just hanging and you grab the towel and you do the rows. Again, very tough on the grip you won't be able to do as many repetitions, probably about 30 to 50%. All right, and then we're into a final circuit to finish off. Close grip push-ups, walking lunges, waiter's bow, offset push-ups, and burpees to finish off. Yeah, that's going to be a tough circuit to finish off the day. A lot of push-ups in that program. Um, again, phase six is a super advanced program, so if you are only a beginner or if you need to lose some body fat, if you're overweight, if you have more than 20 or 20% 20, 20 body fat if you're a guy or, or, or a woman. You probably shouldn't be using that program because you won't be able to uh, complete all the repetitions. Make sure you start back in phase one. Um, if you're a super beginner, you know, super beginner is a great term, but if you're, you know, just getting off the couch, make sure you start at the preparation phase before you move into the circuits of phase one in the bodyweight manual. Um, these are great workouts, but they are very serious workouts. Uh, they push you. And I do not want you to overexert yourself, overtrain, over get some overuse injuries. Be very careful. Train hard, but train safe. All right. Now into social support Saturday, my favorite day of the week. Find something fun to do for 30 minutes. Now what I recommend you do actually is once every couple of months is go see a trainer and get an assessment. Get your weak links worked on. Get stuff added to your program, which will, you know, overcome your toughest spots. And also get accountability. I've talked about that a million times on these calls. Social support is so important. And accountability to a professional trainer has been shown in research to help people get more results. So do not skip that stuff. I mean, it'll be worth every penny to get associated with a good trainer who you see even just once every couple of months. All right, now into Sunday. Planning, shopping, and preparing. Do something fun for 30 minutes of activity. And then let's save you money at the grocery store or, you know, buying your groceries. And these are actually tips from Cardina's Vegetarian Lifestyle book. So these are originally six tips on how to save money uh, on a vegetarian diet, but obviously they will work for you as well. Now, the first thing to do is simply eat meat less because meat costs more money. And <clears throat> I was coming across an article in the New York Times and I'll talk about this more next week because it has a funny, funny stat in it. But it was basically recommending that, you know, you cut back your red meat intake. These guys were being pretty liberal. I think we could cut it back even more. But they said, you know, red meat once or twice a week. And I think a lot of people that I know are consuming a lot more red meat than that. So I think most people can cut back on meat. They will not notice a change in their muscle-building efforts. They will not notice a change in their fat loss efforts. It may even accelerate their fat loss efforts, depending on the diet they use. But we don't need to eat as meat as much as, as, as we do for many, many reasons, including our health and also the health of the environment. Um, avoid prepackaged foods. This is a big mistake I make. Um, you know, for example, I will buy 
a section of watermelon or I will buy pineapple in the plastic container that's already been prepared for me. But if you want to save money, you can buy the whole pineapple, you can buy the whole watermelon. I mean, these are some pretty obvious things, but you know, goofballs like me are buying the prepackaged stuff and paying more money. Uh, buy local, so farmer's markets, I'm lucky. There's one right beside my apartment building, right in a park. Um, I would love to hear your really good, highly nutritious and budget-friendly finds that you've come across in, in farmer's markets. Maybe you've come across uh, a certain type of produce that you can get for half off in a farmer's market. Um, you can even get high-quality local meat in farmer's markets. I know that they have an organic um, beef provider in the farmer's market in my neighborhood. So let me know in the blog, on the blog in the comments section what you found in your neighborhood farmer's market that helps you, you save money. And then tied into that one is to buy in season. Now obviously if you are buying <coughs> uh, blueberries in the wintertime here in Canada, you're going to pay more money. And so the best thing to do is buy in season. Um, you know, you could be like my mom and she buys in season at high volume and she freezes stuff so that she can send me back to the big city with strawberries and blueberries that have been frozen from the summertime. And that will help me save money in the wintertime. And then uh, Cardina also recommends making your own salad dressing. Uh, so instead of buying and paying for expensive salad dressings, you can just use lemon, honey, salt, and herbs of your own to make a zesty salad dressing. And that will save you some money. And then finally, Cardina also recommends Costco, believe it or not, because she says you can go there to Costco and get organic greens in bulk at half the price that you would pay at um, your regular grocery store, or probably even more than half off what you'd pay at a specialty shop. So those are six ways to save some money on your grocery bill. All right, so that's it for this week. Next week, we're going to change it up. We've been hitting the bodyweight stuff pretty hard, so we're going to go into the TT reconstruction workouts. That's actually a five-day program I put together for July of 2009. We're going to go over that one, and we're also, of course, going to have more transformation tips and more fat loss and social support tips. So I look forward to speaking with you next week. Again, make sure you stop by easyveggiemealplans.com to get all that cool stuff that I just went over, you know, the Defend Your Diet, the Meal Plans, the Veggie Lifestyle Book, the Lazy Man's Guide to Vegetarian Eating, Smoothies Bonus, and, of course, uh, the half-price sale. So thank you very much for listening again. Make sure you stop by the blog and tell us how to save more money on groceries. That's very, very valuable to all your fellow TT members who are listening to this call. So thanks once again. This is Craig Ballantyne from TurbulenceTraining.com, and I hope to hear from you soon, and I hope to hear about your success losing body fat with Turbulence Training. Bye-bye.